What's up, everyone? Welcome to Grounded in Growth. My name is Dre, and I'm so excited to just finally tie this interview in a bow for you all. Part two with Vic on Veggies. You can find her at viconveggies.com. The website beautifully designed by one of our closest friends, Emma. Emma Lou. She also designed the cover art that you're seeing right now if you pick up your phone, which is really so cool and it encaptures everything that I like wanted the cover art to be and also while we're shouting out everyone um Emily who is another friend of mine so blessed to have lucky or or I'm so blessed to have talented friends that can help me piece this all together uh who created the lovely song that you hear in the beginning and I'm just so thankful for the support. Now, without further ado, part two. Now, speaking of absolutely, <laughs> so, um, this is this is gonna catch you off guard, okay. <laughs> um, but that's okay. Um, I started a new job. Victoria knows this, but I don't know if my followers do. My my fans, my many listeners. Um, you talked I think, about it this week. Oh, I did. Oh, thank you yeah. for reminding me. So I got I just uh, listened to it on my walk. <laughs> a new serving job, and um, I've been serving for like five years of my life. And you know, my first day training at the job, they started talking about language. And they said, when you're, you know, somebody comes up to you or it comes to you like, oh, like, can I have more say ketchup? I've always innately said, oh, no problem. Um, but this place, they, they said, you can't say no problem. Like you have to say, like, there can be no negative, like in your response, like, oh, no. I've never heard of that. So they said, like, you can say, of course, you can say, absolutely. And I was like really reflecting on that once during my mindfulness, one of my like, just like internal thoughts. And you like have always, you've always been an absolutely girl. And oh. I feel like since I started working at this place, I've shifted, like, instead of saying no problem, I will respond with absolutely. And I, I don't know if I'm imagining it, but I feel a shift in like my overall like perception. I don't know if it's because my old job was super toxic and the new one is like really positive. Um, but I just wanted to mention that. And I don't know if like you wow. can speak on that or if like you've, you've noticed that um, like within yourself or like if there was like any you were like oh, you had like an oh like this is why I've had this thought I don't know fascinating you literally just like a psychology experiment that is really really interesting and I kind of love that your job makes you do that yeah <laughs> because it's probably like they're probably not thinking as much about you it's probably more about the the patrons but oh, like it's because... awesome that it's having such a positive impact on you and probably them too oh yeah because when you say no problem like to the customer like like they can process it like oh no problem like was it a problem was it a problem ever and like I never thought of it like that I'm like oh no problem like not a problem like I got you um but I don't know I think from there I was like oh like removing like negative 
like the negative um, tense, like from language. And I even talked about language last night and I am so interested that just in like the words that we use and like the, the way that we speak and talk. And I feel like that's been something that I've come to terms or have become, I've become very aware of just like the language in our world. So I just wanted to like sprinkle that little antidote in. I think that's so interesting. And I like that you said that I'm, I'm an absolutely person because, because I think you're, you're right. And I've never been a conscious thing in my brain ever until just Mm -hmm. right now. But, but yeah, I think like, I guess I just have, I just do try to like think very positively about everything. And I, I do think that's just like, again, like a subconscious kind of thing more than consciously. But I do think it's like things like that, that show enthusiasm and excitement. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like when you like use your language in that way, like it definitely like, cause then you're like, Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm excited to get that ketchup for you. Or like, yeah. whatever, you know, <laughs> it's just kind of like, I do think there's, there's a lot of value in just like positive talk and just staying away from all like obviously not all negative talk like but in that kind of way I do think that's really powerful and I think that's really awesome that you saw that difference in yourself yeah thank you (laughs) yeah no I would it was like a cool thing I was like Vic says absolutely all the time (laughs) Um, that's so funny no but I like really like like, I can just, like, hear you being, like, absolutely, and, like, you're, like, everyone, like, even my voice, like, absolutely, like, absolutely, like you said, like, it's just, like, you're more, like, like, that pause making, like, that mindfulness breakfast, and, like, really waking up, and, like, like, going downstairs, and, like, making coffee, and usually I bust out, like, some sort of dance, to be quite honest, and, like, I'll get all the fruit, and, like, cut it, and, you know, think about, like, I'm cutting, like, strawberries like I'm I'm feeding my body like Mm. like I'm feeling good or like I'm feeling like freaking garbage because xyz okay what am I going to do about it so I want to know what your favorite mindful meal is to make it can be like a dish or you know like breakfast lunch dinner etc like whatever right what I love this question I love this question and I guess like for me it does go back to like the meals that make me the happiest and feel good is the meals that, like I said, I think, okay, I have this base. So I'm thinking like, I love my smoothie bowls and my salads. Mm-hmm. And I have those like whenever throughout the day, I don't know. But um, those are two like great bases that all I think about is, okay, what is all the stuff I can add to this? And like yeah. I can throw in chia seeds and hemp seeds and nuts and nut butter like all of my like smoothie bowl or whatever then my salads I can throw in like oh my god literally everything like I just like thinking about like all the good things that I can use like nurture my body and then I really feel like I'm fueling myself and I think I've I've, like I've heard this before and I just like love the idea of it that like things like that like maybe like taking your supplements or like or making your big meals like this like think of it as like like a practice, like a ritual. And like, while you're like taking your bites, like think about what it's like doing for you. And I think like that also has to come with like eating mindfully as well. Like, you know, making your food mindfully, which I do love as well. Like, mm-hmm. you know, throwing whatever you want into it. Um, and then like when you're eating it, like really like, I don't know, I guess just like respect the food and like what it's doing for you. And like, I feel like that just like makes you feel good. And when you're thinking about it as like 
a practice and yeah like when you're eating mindfully that means like take like take it slow like I genuinely enjoy every single bite because the food I make is so freaking good and so like <laughs> that's another thing like when you're eating like bold dull salads what did I say bowl dull salads like oh my gosh you're gonna be like, okay like let me make like delicious meals then like you really want to savor it. like I feel like I really want to savor my meals so I like mm-hmm. really take my time and like enjoy my bites and then like that lets me be like very in tune to like what I said like all like the good stuff that I'm putting inside bad my body mm-hmm. it makes me be very in tune with like when I'm full when I've like had mm-hmm. enough if I need more when I'm done because sometimes you really like you can underestimate what you need to eat too and like that's okay I think that's so funny that like people think that like oh like the serving size on things is like what you need to eat or like just like little things like that it's like no if you really slow down and listen to your body and I do think like for certain people like it takes time to get to that point but and that kind of like comes to like intuitive eating but like once you can like trust your body and trust yourself like you don't need to feel like you need to follow you need to like count your calories or you need to like follow the serving sizes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just kind of know like what you need and when you need to stop and if you might need more or if you need like to eat something sweet after, if you need like an apple after your meal or whatever it is, like you can listen to yourself and like know what you need. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just like the whole mindful process that I really genuinely do every time I have food. And I think it's like, I think it's less of, me like trying to think like oh I gotta be mindful and just genuine genuinely like enjoying the food that I'm eating mm. and so like if you like put love into your food <laughs> it sounds so cheesy but like put love into your food and take your time to make it and like don't just like rush to make it and then rush to eat it just so like you can say you had food and then be done like and make it more of like a ritual and a practice I just think it's mm. like it makes it more fun and enjoyable and and then you're mindful about it and so you're not just going to be like oh we need to eat I'm just going to grab whatever just to like give myself so I don't feel hungry right now it's like no take a second think about like what you really need like what's gonna make you feel good what's gonna make you feel good in an hour Mm -hmm. and like and I don't mean like what's gonna like what you're gonna regret like because I don't think regret is a positive feeling when it comes to food I don't think you should ever regret it I think if you're gonna eat like junk and cake and ice and all stuff like enjoy it all entirely Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and then like when you're eating when you're eating like a salad or a wrap or whatever else you're eating like enjoy that too so yeah it's like the whole process I mm-hmm. think needs to be enjoyable because food is awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is right and I think we need to take like it's just like a lot of people have like such like a head game with it and if we just take that away mm-hmm. and enjoy the process it'll be enjoyable for everyone yeah so would you say that like the opposite of mindless eating, like mindless eating would be more intuitive eating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I do think so because Mm -hmm. it's true. Like when you're eating intuitively and like listening to your body, then you're just like, you have to be very in tune. You have to be mindful. You Mm -hmm. need to be like, you can't be like watching TV or like scrolling through your phone, like doing all those other things because your mind isn't focusing on your food and your body and how you're feeling. It's focusing on like all these other things. Mm -hmm. So it's just very easy to overeat or undereat or not really think about what you're eating or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think when you are intuitively eating, which is like, it's a practice. It's very like, there's these, it's a whole like premise around like eating, but it's like a very positive, like a lot of people are recovering from eating disorders, like 
try to, they try to like lead you to like intuitive eating and like trusting your body. It's like, it's a very positive kind of like way of eating. It's not like a diet in any way. Right. Um, and yeah, I do think like the whole like idea of it is to just like be very aware and fill your food and like mm-hmm. enjoy it instead of like mindlessly eating and, you know, mm-hmm. not paying enough attention and then just like scarfing down your food and then like going on your day and then like scarfing down the next meal and then going along your day. And then like later in the day, like looking back on what you're eating or like what you ate throughout the day when it's like, okay, like just be there in the moment and eat your food. And I also understand that like not everyone has the time to like make all their meals, but which I get, like I, I've been home for the past six months. So I've, I've been able to like make all my meals and enjoy all my meals and it's been great. Um, but now I'm actually, I restarted my job. And so I have had to like get used to like preparing my meal or like prepping my meals, like in the, the night before or like in the beginning of the week or whatever so mm-hmm. I mean I think the key to all of it is just like being prepared so you mm-hmm. don't like you're not hungry and you just like reach for whatever right yeah and like really considering what would be best for you because or like for yourself as opposed to thinking about it like more like in that rat race way like how can I do this as quick as possible I feel like eating intuitively like has been my my go-to and I'll you know wake up in the morning sometimes and be like I need a bagel like I'm Mm -hmm. hungry I need carbs so I do it and like there are times where I'm like I need like a salad like I need to eat greens like I I just feel like Cause like I can, you can feel it. I can feel it in my, my gut. Like I'm, <laughs> and like, right, we right. can talk about that too. Um, like a lot of your emotions and your feelings are like processed in your gut. So mm-hmm. a lot of the foods that you eat will impact your emotions and like the way you that know, you feel. Yeah. Most of your serotonin is produced in your gut. That's what it is. The serotonin. Fun fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like, it's so true absolutely a hundred percent and you can think that's why it's called being hangry right <laughs> like it's it's so in tune and I do love that like what you said like sometimes you wake up and you're like oh my god I need a bagel and I feel the same way like sometimes I'm like oh my god if I don't eat this cake right now or whatever then I'm going to be thinking about it later and regretting it and then I'm probably going to binge later or whatever like right. you really need to honor like your signals and what you're craving and like understand why you're craving that and like if you just you know do it now then you won't be like obsessed and like thinking about it later and so that's that's a huge part of like intuitive eating too is like honoring what you want to eat and not restricting yourself Mm -hmm. like there should be no food rules you can't be like oh I can't eat sugar oh I can't eat carbs oh I can't eat this no eat it (laughs) definitely Mm -hmm. and pay attention to how you feel after Mm -hmm. if you eat a whole giant piece of cake you're probably gonna not feel very good after and then you're gonna remember and like you got if you're when you're very in tune to that then you'll remember that next time and then Mm -hmm. be like okay I felt really sick after that last time but like I'm Mm -hmm. still on cake so like this time I'm just gonna have like a smaller piece of gonna satisfy my craving and I'm not gonna wish that I had more because I remember that last time I felt so sick after so Mm -hmm. I feel like that yeah that was a good example that you wake up and you want a bagel have a bagel Mm -hmm. like and then you know it's just like the whole day like just being balanced and if you want to have like a crappy day one day if you're like 
feeling sad one day. <laughs> I don't think you should yeah. like emotionally eat, but I do think sometimes it's like, it's okay to do that every now and then. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's funny, like people think, wouldn't expect like, like a nutritionist to be like saying that kind of thing. But like, I think that's why we need to change the whole narrative and mindset of like what healthy eating is and like nutrition. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want a good relationship with food. You want to trust yourself. And I think when you do eat intuitively, you're building that trust, that relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. Awesome. (laughs) So let's talk about body image for a sec. Yeah. So I did some, some research. I wanted to do a little bit more, but I did not have the chance to do that. Um, but a lot of what I saw on is that mindfulness practices can benefit, not definitely do, um, and that's important to note, but they can supplement treatment and recovery for a whole slew of things, eating disorders being one of them, um, right. but even stuff as, as simple as stress. Um, so where do you see the cross-section between body image and mindfulness if you can see one in the immediate moment? Right well I think like the mindfulness that I'm thinking of right now is like very much being aware and being aware that like the same entities that are making you feel bad about yourself are the same entities that are trying to sell you something to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. So I think when you're like aware of things like that, then you can kind of override that feeling in your head when Mm -hmm. like you see something or like this completely like photoshopped image of like a perfectly, a perfect model with no cellulite, no like flab on her stomach and like airbrushed abs that you're not like, oh my God, that is what like all these women are walking around looking like. And that's what I should be looking like. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you need, it's important to like be mindful and understand that like not even that model looks that good. Right. Like that model in that picture is Mm -hmm. looking at that, is looking at that picture being feeling bad about herself because she doesn't look that good. So like, I think when you understand that, like it's literally people's job and it's like a malicious system that they're trying to, target you and make you feel bad about yourself so that you can do the like billion dollar beauty industry and wellness mm-hmm. industry and like, all this stuff like it is completely designed to make you feel bad about yourself and then like purchase things to fix it right. so I think being aware of that you can correct that a little bit and be like okay I know these women don't these women aren't real they don't exist like I'm gonna follow my people like I said like follow people that make you feel good about yourself and surround yourself with like real normal women and that's like something you can do Mm -hmm. to like try to counteract that so I guess like when I think about mindfulness and body image and like being mindful with food as well I think like that that whole thing and like realizing also that like health and weight are not like are not like a one-to-one relationship like everyone has like their own biological set point. I saw something recently that I thought was like, it just says it all well. It was like, if all women ate the same amount of calories and did the same workouts, like we'd still all look different. We'd still all have mm-hmm. different bodies. And it's true. 
everyone has like their own like biological set point and like how they're supposed to look and we are like women that are like made to be able to like bear a child and like yeah. oh my god like our hips are supposed to be big and like we're supposed to have fat on our abdomen on our abdomen because like mm-hmm. if you were gonna grow a child in there you need to protect that child like right. you know like we are literally humans like we are not we do not just exist to like be small and tiny and like sexy for men right like, that's not that's not why we're here absolutely and, right and so I think that like remembering that and just like like looking at pictures of like normal women like looking sexy like heavier set women or whatever like mm-hmm. I feel like that's just so empowering and like reminds everyone that like oh my god we are all humans and like mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to have like roles yeah. and like normalizing <laughs> and, like, the differences between everyone yeah, and that like, some people you know have hips that look like this I'm doing this with my hands and like I always was so self-conscious about the way that my hips went in, but, like, that's normal. Like, it's just like, your body. Of right. Course. It's just the way that your body What do you got to do about it? You, don't, you shouldn't have to do anything about it. You shouldn't want to do anything about it. Right. Like, and also, really skinny women, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, we always talk about, like, um, heavier women and, like, accepting heavier bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we think, as a society, that, like, super skinny is, like, the ideal. But there are, like, not, like, naturally very skinny people that, like, you'll have, like, like, older men, older women, like, whatever, commenting, be like, oh, you need to eat, you need to gain weight, like, blah, 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 and, like, shaming them for being small, and then they're, like, I do eat, like, I'm trying to gain weight, like, why are you making me feel bad about this, or, like, whatever it may be, like, you cannot judge someone on what they're eating and their body type, and, like, Mm. all that stuff, like, any size, like, you have no idea what they're going through, Mm -hmm. and it's just none of your business, and everyone's beautiful, so shut up. Yeah. Your business absolutely and I think that like having what we're doing right now like this con- kind of conversation and like having more conversations like going forward making this information accessible to everyone like can really help sort of nip it in where it starts and like normalizing having these conversations and normalizing like not body shaming people and like having like a body or like a more body positive accepting lens right and not or and you know like you look at the media and like portraying people that are have differently abled bodies and and that are from different places even Mm -hmm. I think with that will come it will take a while because we also live in a very toxic masculine structure Mm -hmm. that you know sexualizes women right and profits off of that like you said you know the whole beauty and wellness industry Mm -hmm. quote-unquote wellness because it's not real wellness but yeah yeah no that's (laughs) yeah no definitely it's true yeah and I think like like you and I and like people we surround ourselves with do a good job of having these kinds of conversations like we're we're very aware and woke and being like oh my god like this is all bs and like we're you know we have these kinds of conversations and our understanding of what's going on but we're also like pretty confident with ourselves and I think that there are people out there that just like aren't exposed to someone like grounded in growth or like Vic on veggies you know, or Vic on veggies or or Marissa's podcast the girls right. are like all these different things that are like having all these awesome conversations 
and they might even like purposely shy away from those conversations or like not listen to those podcasts specifically because they know if they're like not quite at that point or ever like in their own mental space or recovery or whatever they are but I think that's like everyone everyone can benefit and I think when we're having conversations like this and like putting them out there like there's just more of it like we just need more and more and more of it and I yeah. think you're doing a great job by putting this out there and serving serving the world by doing this thank you that's so nice of you to say I hope so I really hope of course see oh we're on our last our last question actually our second to last question because the last one is <laughs> something <laughs> something fun and silly <laughs> all right well we'll improv that one so instagram is a powerful tool when it comes to advocacy i've noticed that you use your platform um to advocate for things such as black lives matter body shaming the objectification of women um Every, honestly, everything. You've posted stuff about, like, information on how to vote. Um, you know, really using your platform as a communicative vessel for, like, positive information like that. And that kind of goes off of, like, the last point that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, really creating that conversation. Um, so why do you think it's important to use your platform in that way? Because you obviously do, because you use it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you. But I do think it's like, like, I mean, pretty much what we were just saying too, like, this is such important stuff. And like, the more we get it out there, just like the more eyes that see it, the better. And like, and yes, like, there's so many accounts that post like so many different things. But I also think there's a lot of power in like, the more times you see something, the more it sets in. Mm -hmm. And we do have like a good amount of followers and I do think it's really important to first of all like be very upfront with like who I am and like who my like what my beliefs are and like I I have like no tolerance for racism like no tolerance for any of that on my page or, and I just need like I think I need that to be known because that's just like so ingrained in who I am too right. and uh, right and then of course like like body image like that is just so like, I, I don't think I can talk about food and healthy eating or whatever and healthy living without addressing that. I think I'd be doing, like, a huge disservice to people. And also because, like I said, like, there can be just such, like, um like a toxic idea of, like, healthy living and, like, food influencers and, like, all this stuff. And, like, I just don't – that is just not me at all. Mm -hmm. And – I'm not perfect at all. And I mean, I, I try to show that as much as I can, but I mean, again, it's, it's kind of hard to be like really authentic on, on these platforms, but I do try mm -hmm. and I could definitely work on that. Um, but yeah, I do think that it's really important stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so I think like I have, I have some voice like, yeah nothing crazy I don't have like a ginormous reach but like I think it's enough where like people see my stuff and like I said like even if everyone's like posting Black Lives Matter stuff like I I share things that I think like 
are like a hot, a hot take, I guess, or like I see something, I'm like, oh my gosh, like that really resonates. Like mm-hmm. if this resonates with me, like someone who like, like I, 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 I like get it already, I guess. Like it, I, I don't know. I just like have this belief that like, oh, if someone else maybe like, oh, maybe they didn't hear this point yet. I guess it's just my like, right. my optimism of being like, I'm gonna, like we, can, we can turn these people, like we can educate, like right. we really can. And I do think that, I do think that's possible. And I do think like, when I see something that really resonates with me and I think it's like, oh my God, this is such like an obvious blatant point. Like I need to share this. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for me to use both my platform, I guess like my, both my Instagram accounts, which is like my personal account and my, my food account to like try to get that mm-hmm. out there as much as possible. And I do feel like everyone does have a responsibility and I like, it's easy to be like, oh, I don't want to be political or like, I, you know, it's like not good for like my brand or whatever, but it's just, I mean, these, it's not politics is what I think. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's turned into like politics, but like, no, it's basic human rights. So (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. So I think that stuff is incredibly important to talk about and share and not be selfish about it and not think that it's going to ruin your brand. Right. And as you know, we're, so both... I don't want, I don't want followers if they're going to like, not. not oh no, that. it's not. That's because neither of us like started doing this, like because we wanted followers or we wanted to be Instagram famous. I'm pretty certain. <laughs> but yeah, I think absolutely. As like our roles being like two white female creators in the time that we're living, um, like just amplifying the voices of of black people, of native people, of minority groups, of people that are experiencing inequality, people that have experienced trauma, um, and people that have, you know, have struggled with eating even and struggled with with body image. And that's not something that so is so obvious that you're struggling with when when it's happening mm-hmm. so yeah. to really start those conversations and and share the things that we share really def it definitely like fosters like a safe space to have those those tough like not conversations because when like you're sharing stuff people are more viewing it but yeah just like just to like get the, the clouds turning right yeah, um, and to put it out there because someone's going to see it and you know like I love what you said like if if like it's going to touch somebody like even if you know it or not like repetition you gotta, right. you gotta like remind yourself like that's why I follow so many accounts like this because it's mm-hmm. like I don't know everything and like I, I'm going to see things that I didn't know before and I'm just gonna like keep learning like no one has reached the peak level of knowing everything and they have done they're done they've done the work and they're like done like no it's it's a constant thing and that's like yeah that's with like like there's groups that I'm not a part of like I'm not part of minority groups or black groups like so I can just like like said like try to amplify those voices and then there are yeah like the other I guess aspects of it is like the body positivity and like body issues and like I've I shared like a very personal story that I had with the scale which you actually Mm -hmm. um, you encouraged me to do that. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, like, you're so right. I got to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a personal thing, but you're so right. I got to share this. Um, and I, I got, I cannot even like, I got so many responses from people being like, 
oh my gosh, I do this all the time. I get stuck in the cycle all the time. Like all private messages to me because like mm-hmm. it's still very, it's tough to talk about. It's still like stigmatized. And like, they were like, I'm so glad you talked about this because right. I thought this was only me. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm one person who shared this one story and now people, and like, I don't know, you look at me, like people, people don't think that. Like I wouldn't go down the street and like look at people and assume that they've like gone through all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and so it's like, you're normalizing that for people. Yeah. Normalizing for sure. Yeah. And it's so vulnerable to like go out there and, you know, I don't, I don't want this to come across as like I'm lumping like racial inequality and um, like body image, like issues together. Those are some of the things that I talk about, I guess. They're, they're, (laughs) yeah, no, that's just like, they're like two things and like two separate, separate entities. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I just didn't want people to think, like, racial inequality and body shaming, you know? Um, Yeah, I guess those are just two things specifically that I do touch on. But even just, like, putting out there that, you know, like, that's something that you go through or, like, that you've experienced and, like, other people can see that and be like, oh, shit, me too, you know? And we've had, we've had more, like, personal conversations where, like, you sent me that article, like, on the phrenology head, and we were like, oh shit, like we need to check our biases. And like, maybe that's something like that we can like do more publicly, like to normalize, like, like normalize. We like, did a good job of that. Yeah. Like, oh, thank yeah, you. you. talked about, yeah, you talked about that, how, yeah, how you learned something and you made mistakes right. maybe. And you wanted to talk about how, mm-hmm. what you learned and how you apply that now, right. which I think is like, like I said, no one is done. No one is done doing the work. Like it's right. It's a constant job, like to be anti-racist, to continue educating yourself, to continue educating others. Like mm-hmm. you can't just like, you know, read a book, watch a documentary and you're done. Like you are now like the queen of anti-racism. Like, right. no. <laughs> it's not even for us to say that like we're doing productive anti-racist work. Right. Like I really hope that we're doing that we all that we can, but like, yeah, and then posting on your Instagram stories is literally the absolute least mm-hmm. that we can do. Right. And like <laughs> the, like the petitions and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Right. Important. Yeah, definitely. The least we can do for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I love you. We're having the best time. Um, so... I did actually skip a question before something fun and silly. Um, do you like pumpkin? <laughs> I was I like, said, this bitch either loves right. it or hates it. No, no, I love like everything. First I know of all. you do. I love like 99% of the things and absolutely pumpkin is one of those things. Okay, good. I just wanted to okay. confirm that with you. Yeah. Yeah. I made really good coffee today that I want to share with you. So Yes, please. I took like coconut palm sugar like a teaspoon and then I took I had this blend of nutmeg cinnamon and there were chia seeds in it for some reason I bought like the wrong one on accident um <laughs> but I like wanted like like a pumpkin spice type blend and I know that there's like so many different spices that go into like white girl pumpkin spice um but I like j- just picked out that one and I put it coffee in it and oat milk and it was really tasty fall coffee Oh my gosh, I actually did that this weekend. I did a very similar thing. Mm-hmm. I like, I combined, I get, like, I wish I had like real pumpkin, but I didn't have pumpkin. So I mm-hmm. just like the spices too. I did like, I think I did almond milk and mm-hmm. I have like a pumpkin spice blend too. I mm-hmm. put that in there and then I put a little like, okay, 
girl, I put a little bit of almond butter in there and then I blended your coffee? it. coffee? Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, then I blended like the, the milk mixture in the blender and like got mm-hmm. frothy. It was you're so good. So, you're so creative in the kitchen. And it, oh, it's like you. so cool like to see like all of your like, because I've known you three years. We've probably been like- Three years. We've been close for three years. Yeah. Because when we, when we first met- I've known you for like five years. We've known each other for like five years, but like we really got close. We became like years. best friends. Yes. Know, like past of years. Yes. So to see you now, like you've always had fun in the kitchen. You've always like been really into like smart about like different things and very, you. you've had like such a broad taste and like you've introduced me to so many different things. Like you, you and Aunt Letty taught me how to make like a bomb ass salad. Um, <laughs> And, like, to see it all come into fruition through your website and your Instagram. And, like, the impact that you're making is, like, so amazing. And it's not like you're just, like, some average person. Like, no no hate to, like, any person that's, like, going to make a food account for the sake of making a food account. But, like, the recipes you make are so cool because they're, they're plant-based. They're all vegan, right? Yeah. They're all vegan. Yeah. Um, and they're good like you it's not like you're like you're making good healthy food that like people want to eat and that it's like fun to make like I had so much fun like making freaking energy balls so I'm so hyped to like have a nutritious snack that I can just like eat and go like because tomorrow is one of my like really busy days where making time to eat is more difficult so to have that like prepped and ready to go and like I know in my head like I'm gonna get like x y and z nutrients in like is is really cool and like I'm so thankful Aww. like to not that I'm like just friends with you because of like <laughs> food and like this um imagine I was like okay I guess I'll see you soon all right bye whatever <laughs> but like it, it is so cool and I feel so blessed to like have such like an amazing inspiring like and freaking real because like you're no bs and like you're not Mm going to tell you're not going to tell somebody like something because it's what they want to hear what they want to see like you're going to tell it how it is and like you'll call you'll call it out like you'll say say it like you see it and like you're so real about it and I feel like that's important especially because talking about food nutrition is so sacred with the way that not sacred that makes it sound weird but it, it can be very touch and go for a lot of it's people. touchy it's yeah. touchy you have to be yeah you gotta be careful mm-hmm. when you talk about it great but thank you so much that means so much to me that is so sweet I love you so much and those energy balls they're so good they used to sustain me in the ceramic studio for oh, like yeah. hours so I hope you enjoy those I'm so pumped <laughs> And I feel like your recipes too are like, like I didn't have chia seeds, so like I could use hemp seeds. um, And, you know, I was thinking about like different ways that like, oh, maybe like instead of raisins next time, like I'll do like dried cranberries and coconut. Yes, do that. You could do chocolate and like, I will. (laughs) (laughs) So it, yeah, it's really cool. And especially from someone who's like, struggled with neutral neutralizing 
with with eating enough and like sustaining um to have recipes that are so easy so nutritious get the job done and like they're fun to make and like they're they're fun to play around with like that's so important yeah never never stop never stop thank you oh my gosh I like I can go I gotta go now that was like I'm done (laughs) too good um but yeah I like I, I do love that too and I think like I think I write in like most of the descriptions of like like on like my blog post like I wrote like a little blurb about every recipe and I think like 90% of the recipes I'm always like this is what I did but like literally throw in like whatever the you want like mm-hmm. throw like the vegetables I use but like do this instead like try this try this try this I'm like okay right. this is like such a base like I I literally like the only reason like this is the recipe is because like this is what I had in my refrigerator mm-hmm. so like that's kind of what I do try to like promote to people is like right. I don't know. I mean, but I also like love messing around with food, but like, I just think, I think everyone can, and it's not scary. Like you don't need to like follow a recipe to a T. Like, yeah. what do you like? What kind of vegetables do you like? Like yeah. throw that in there instead, or like try it, try a new vegetable if you've never tried it before. Like, I don't know. I just think that Speak food's of, really fun. You should play around with it. Yeah. Speak of, speaking of like n- trying new produce, do you know how to cut a dragon fruit? Oh my God. Yeah. Just like slice it down the middle. And then like you scoop it out. Oh my god, Trey. Dragon fruit is so good. I'm so excited because yeah. I bought one yesterday. I'm, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, you literally, there's no, like, pit or anything. Like, you just cut it down the middle. And Ooh. then you can, like, <laughs> like, you spoon ninja that shit. And then you Hold can, like, eat it with a spoon or whatever. Is it, um, a gold one or a pink one? Pink. It's pink. Okay. I have to, like, so I, good. I hope that the, um, it picked up most of me talking because I was like this for a lot of it. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's fine. Um, also, as long as I can hear you, I can freak Oh, in. I can hear you well, so. Okay, good. Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, as long as you can hear me. You wouldn't be able to hear me if it was bad. This is a yeah. strong mic, though. Um, yeah, no, but anyway. Entire time. But yeah, it, it's a pink dragon fruit. I was with my friend Taylor, who freaking A, loves Vivian veggies. Oh. Um, but I'm not, I'm, I won't put this in the podcast, but, like, we had a conversation because we've had very similar, like, history of eating and very um, similar, like, oh, my God, like, you're so skinny. Like, oh, my God, you need to eat more. And, like, that subconscious, like, I'm skinny. Um, yeah, and, like, it's like, oh, my God, that feels good. But I yeah. And, like, yeah. yeah. So we went to the, the grocery store yesterday and – um, she, like, in the morning tried to be, like, and I have work to do, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm busy. I'm, like, no, like, we need to go to the grocery store and get food, like, because that's important. Okay. Okay, fine. And then we went grocery shopping, and, um, I actually, I made a double batch of the energy balls and, and brought them over. She texted me while we were recording. She said that her, she lives with her grandparents, and she said that her and her grandfather ate them all. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Um, so it's a lot of work rolling a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, so like my point that I'm making with that is like your the message that you like portray like is impactful, and I know I've said that already, and I'm like I already got emotional with it. Um, oh. but. But, like, you're, like, never underestimate, you, like, the reach that you have and, like, the voice that you have and the power that it holds. 
Yeah, I really appreciate that. And I do think like, like I realized it like when I posted that one video about me and the scale mm -hmm. and I like saw how many people like responded and had something to say about it. I was like, oh my gosh, like sharing these stories is so powerful. And like mm -hmm. people, people are listening, people are paying attention and same thing with you too and your, your, um, your audience and like your whole community. Um, I like one thing that I learned and I, I hope you know too is like with every like comment that you get and every like message that you get there's like 10 silent followers too that mm -hmm. are like loving everything you're doing yeah and that's something I learned too because I'll I'll be like just like casually like chatting with a friend and they'll like mention like oh I tried this recipe and blah 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 and I'm like mm -hmm. oh my god you tried the recipe like I had no idea like mm -hmm. I feel like I like slowly unfold all these like hidden like followers and I'm like yes like it just makes me so happy it fills me up yeah. but like there are people like it does it makes me want to like keep going I'm right. like okay like first of all I, I love doing this anyway but like if I'm gonna be putting all this work in like I love the fact that like people are loving it too and like making the recipes and trying the things and like hearing what I'm saying and it does make me feel like I have a voice and a responsibility too like when you realize like the kind of impact that you have like I guess that's a big reason why I do talk about like I try to be very careful with my language and my words and my mm -hmm. positivity. And like, I even feel bad, like during this podcast, like saying like healthy foods and unhealthy foods. Cause I don't think you can just categorize, categorize foods like that. Like there, it's mm. just like, there's just very like, wait, there are ways that like talking about this can get like very toxic, very fast. Mm -hmm. And so like, I try to stay away from like villainizing foods and like, you're mindful. I'm mindful. I try to be mindful. Yeah, right. definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do you have crickets in there? My window's open. <sighs> this, um, the mic is strong. So it like strong. There was one day I wanted to record. My neighbor was mowing his lawn, <gasps> and you could not. You only could hear the lawn mower. It was oh so God. annoying, and I was like. I need to do this now and you're ruining my day. <laughs> I've had but, that before too. Yeah. He's not ruining. He doesn't know what I'm doing in my room. It's fine. <laughs> well, he's so malicious. He hates you. You know. He's out to get you. Yeah. Something fun and silly. Do you have any like upcoming plan? This isn't fun and silly, but like, do you have any like, any like, upcoming plans like any like tea you want to spill about pickling veggies for us like a sneak um, I don't know don't feel pressure <laughs> no I mean there's like there actually is like a few things that I have in the works and like plans mm -hmm. that I have but like I actually have been working on like like a five or seven day like meal plan meal ah, prep kind of thing that's so awesome. Yeah, so that's something that's like kind of in the works. It's it's interesting because I have to like think about other people's habits and like how to mm -hmm. make it work for like everyone and like not just me and my specific habits, which is hard when like I only know my life. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's something I'm like trying to be conscious of, like what people, what normal people have like in their pantry and like mm -hmm. maybe incorporating like a few new things, but like not completely like. Mm -hmm. changing their habits I don't know there's a lot to think about but I've been right. playing around a little bit and it's fun and I'm really excited to like introduce that eventually I guess mm -hmm. like spoiler alert but hey <gasps> you, heard it here, you heard it here you oh yeah you heard it here 
first, folks. Grounding growth special. Minute to say that. <laughs> but that's so exciting that, that you're doing that. And I feel like that can be so helpful for, you know, like the kind of person that, that works all the time or right. is, you know, like super uninspired by food and like doesn't yeah. really know what to do. Or even like like the person who's, you know, money is tight and they they still want to you know nourish their their body and you know follow follow that plan like that, that can make it so much more accessible for them to be able to oh, follow, yeah as opposed to like you know some of like the the fad stuff that that goes on that's just like super inaccessible and like it's like protein powders and all these yeah. things it's like yeah so it is kind of a challenge to like try to like incorporate like many different things like you know many different I guess like vegetables and nutrients and like keep it affordable like keep it something that people actually want to do like food people want to do so it's a lot to think about but I'm working through it I'm spending a little bit of time every day on it so mm-hmm. trying to think it through that's if you awesome any tips I would love me but me even now, I wouldn't say personal, but, like, like, situationally, like, yeah, like, maybe, like, like, for, like, the, the worker who goes to the gym and then goes mm-hmm. to whatever, and then you could do one for, like, maybe you could do, like, a family-type oriented one, and, like, Maybe also I'm thinking about like like HelloFresh mm-hmm. and like the way that they like give out meals. There's yeah. like different options. So like right. maybe, maybe in like making different options. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was like think about. Me, Did like, you have some insight? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, definitely my the jobs that I do don't really don't always allow me to sit down and eat and enjoy and like digest so a lot of the times I'm like taking three hours to finish my my food because I'm like doing things at the same time Mm -hmm. but that's a very yeah job you know like like um like servers don't eat when like it's typical to eat because they're serving food when it's typical to eat. Right, right, right. You'll eat so dinner like, at like ten o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, for my, me personally, um, like those those protein balls, like the energy balls, whatever whatever exactly you call them. <laughs> that was a little rude. Sorry, um, but <laughs> um, but like that is like a really nice. Like when I saw that, I was like, I have to make these. Like I have to do it. And like I could see myself like actually felt like making them routinely and like mm-hmm. having that not not be a meal, but like be, you know, like if I'm running around, you know, dealing with X, Y, and Z, like I can pop one of those and like and still be like nourishing myself and and practicing self-care because I'm surprised that's the first time that word has come up in this podcast oh my gosh um but like taking care of myself because you can't pour from an empty cup like you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others um absolutely so I'm like feeling I'm 
the fact that I made those today, like, like I'm, I'm, ex I'm, I'm excited for tomorrow, but I'm, <laughs> I'm even more excited for tomorrow that like, I have that done. And like, that's a sure thing. Like I'm going to eat it. That's going to be great. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think being prepared is like there. I, yeah, I'm actually excited. It's like right after this, like go prepare my, my meals for tomorrow. Maybe, yeah. Like maybe like a food plan, like a meal prep food plan mm -hmm. would be cool. Like, I don't know if that was like already like the plan for it, but yeah, kind of the plan, kind of the plan. Mm -hmm. But like, again, it's a, it's a work in progress because some people don't want to do completely meal prep and some people do. And so right. it's like, but, but I do think, I, I think, um, the main thing, which I'm going to like write in it is like, okay, like personalize this to like what you want. Like if you want to prep some of it, not all of it, you want to do this and that, mm -hmm. like do what you want. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll, I'll have to practice it a little bit, yeah. but we'll see. Thank you. Yeah. Helpful. Okay. Yeah. Interesting to think about. So Victoria, I'll repeat again. I, um, or I'll, I'll give you a little intro, not intro, closing. Um, <laughs> So Victoria, you can find her on her website. Um, that's VicOnVeggies.com. Um, I recommend you all pay that site a visit. It's beautiful for one. Um, Beautifully designed by our other very amazing friend, Emma Sager. Yes. Who, I'm just gonna, I gotta shut that out there. Who, yes, you beat me to it. Um, Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you did. Um, but um, I actually don't tell her, but I, I'm going to propose her to be on an episode as well, coming up real oh. soon. I'll, I'll tell her not to listen to this episode. <laughs> don't. Um, oh, no. Um, that, <laughs> I'll cut this, the, this stuff out. Mm. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so you can find, um, definitely take uh, a gander at vicvonveggies.com, the beautiful artwork done by your friend. Um, and you can also um there's going to be like a, a pop-up box that comes up from the bottom and it says put in your email um yeah put in your email because the first day of every month it's like a holiday that you receive gifts because oh. in your inbox you get a newsletter with a bunch of recipes and tips and all of the the produce that's in season um which is like super helpful um for like someone who's like not super aware of what's in season and like buying produce that's in season is actually cheaper than buying it when it's out of season cheaper and more nutritious and cheaper. better for the environment thank you victoria <laughs> i'm i love eating in yes, season big big absolutely. um so yes vicvonveggies.com sign up for that newsletter you can also find victoria on instagram uh vic dot on dot veggies i'll link it in i wouldn't have even known that <laughs> um and yeah i'm please give her a follow show her some love if you aren't in love with her after this podcast like i, I don't know what to tell you like you're not well <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> she's the best and i'm like so excited to edit this and then to show everyone and then to like get a million ideas for our next podcast together because i'm sure this is not the last time we'll oh, be yeah. doing this exchange absolutely i am again so honored to be your first guest and i just like like i told you i my cup is filled 
now as opposed to if I was just scrolling on my phone for the last mm-hmm. we're we've almost been talking for two hours now yeah. but um yeah I will always accept a, a long phone call from my good friend Dre any day of the week and I'm so happy that we just had this conversation I think we covered a lot of really good stuff we did we did this might have to be a two-parter Ooh, I remember we can still snip stamp <laughs> I you know what it's episode six and I still don't freaking know how to end a podcast that's just how the podcast ends because I still don't know how to end the podcast can we sing it out those do 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 I love you. I love you too. Thanks for having me. I'm going to stop recording.